Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoyed yesterday's episode um, where I talked about stretch marks, cellulite, and basically scarring and um, different ways you can kind of reduce it or even get over the fact that you have it. Um, so check that out if you're interested. But uh, today what I wanted to talk about or what's uh, one of my followers suggested was talking about alcohol and like drugs or in, I'm going to essentially talk about marijuana and how these things can impact any type of fitness or exercise journey of yours and um, essentially the pros and cons of using these kind of things. So um, I'm going to start off with alcohol. The The biggest thing with drinking is like there's actually two things. So one thing is just the amount of calories the drink actually has, right? Like something like beer is going to have a ton of carbs compared to something like vodka, which is obviously going to have less. So um, in that regard, it's essentially just like the same thing as if you uh, were uh, drinking soda or drinking some kind of drink that had extra carbs, like you'd have to manage it the same way, right? Um, but for me, the biggest uh, the con against alcohol is uh, the fact that um, when you do drink, you lose your inhibitions, right? So you kind of um, your cravings are higher. You know, if you typically have discipline and you were going to avoid you know, eating out or snacking on stuff uh, throughout the night. When you drink, uh, you know, you'll probably most likely go through with it, right? You're more likely to, right? Studies have shown this. Um, so therein lies the issue, right? So if you make drinking a, you know, week, weekly thing, right? So I have some of my clients will suggest to me that they want one day per week where they can drink, you know, have a good time and all that, right? Um, but typically what I experience from uh, just my clients uh, directly is, that when they do drink, they eat more than, you know, they might have uh, thought they would before going into it, right? So, for example, um, they'll have a 2,000-calorie diet, and, you know, for that one Saturday night, um, they'll ask me if they can bump it up to 25, and I'll be like, sure, you know, we'll accommodate, obviously, in the gym to allow that. Um, but, yeah, like, it's a 500-calorie allowance, essentially, they get. Um, and then that same night they drink, uh, it ends up being 1,000 or 1,500 a lot of the times because they just lose the ability to say no or you know you can just kind of lose track of time you know if you're just enjoying you know so that's essentially what happens when you drink right you um you know for most people you up, open up more you're more social you can enjoy things better right you're probably thinking less about certain things so you know in that sense you're enjoying you know you're at a party whatever and then you just casually you end up eating more right uh, you think more about the moment instead of the repercussions of eating more the day after or the next few days after. So that's one of the bigger cons, I would say, about alcohol. But um, this is all has to do with aesthetics and just like um, body composition in terms of like uh, actual health, like what it does to your liver, kidneys, whatever, all that stuff. That's totally different, right? That depends on um, exactly like, you know, how much you're drinking and in what manner you're drinking, right? So... Uh, that's a totally different story, uh, but for the purposes, I think most people were, you know, drinking is a weekend thing, or it's it's not as a it's not a daily thing. Um, you know, it can be done, right? It's not gonna make your physique worse by any means. Like if you look at the Rock, he drinks a lot of tequila. Um, Jason Momoa, um, he actually drank um, on his big diet for Aquaman. He drank um, a Guinness beer every day, right? So for that, he just incorporates his beer into his macros right has more carbs so uh he couldn't eat as much rice or other carb sources he wanted because he wanted that beer right so there's ways around it um as long as you can make sure it, everything is controlled right if you have one glass of wine for example like even i tend to 
maybe every other week have a glass of wine on the weekends. It's, uh, you know, it's controlled. Like, you know, you drink as much as you know you want, right? Try not to let it get out of hand. You know, that's never a healthy thing to begin with. Um, but, you know, if you can have it uh, controlled and, um, you know, take it, like drink essentially responsibly, uh, I think you'll be fine. So nothing need to really worry about there. Um, but uh, now let's get into marijuana, right? So for that, it's, Obviously, the biggest thing is, you know, whatever way you're ingesting marijuana or you're smoking, whatever, um, you're not really, except obviously, except for edibles, you know, when you take edibles, if you're having them in chocolate bars, brownies, whatever you, all that stuff they have these days, um, that's going to have some carbs and sugar, right? It's still food. Um, but any other way, there's really no calories, right? Obviously, you know, you're just smoking something, doesn't essentially do anything to your physique. Um, but I'm pretty sure most of you guess the biggest thing is, you know, when you get high, essentially, you have munchies, right? You tend to eat a lot of food, you snack on a lot of food, right? So that is an issue, right? You can call it a similar issue to um, the alcohol, where you just kind of, you know, you lose ability to kind of, you know, dis- uh, stay disciplined. Um, and I feel like on, when you're high, it's, uh, it's amplified. Um, so it's even harder to do. But, it, you know, it's the same thing as alcohol, right? Just, you know, don't do too much of it. Right. When it comes to diet, the diet aspect of it, don't do too much of it. And I'm sure you can control yourself. Um, you know, you can also do is, for example, say you have a 2000 calorie diet and you know you're planning on, you know, getting higher or whatever. Just try to, you know, um, don't, you know, maybe fast. And then after, you know, you're high, you can eat your food. Right. You can enjoy your food um, and you get to have as many calories like 2000 calories. Right. Like that's enough for you to stay f- like be full and feel satisfied, you know, and I think that's what essentially you're, you're going for when you, whenever you're hungry, right? Um, when it comes to the weightlifting aspect, um, this is something that, you know, most people don't really think about, and, you know, I wouldn't personally recommend it, just because, uh, you know, like, some sense you I'm talking about is getting high uh, at the gym or during your workouts, right? Obviously, it, it's different when you're in a when public gyms and you're, you know, with people and, you know, there's different situations where you don't want to do it and then drive to the gym and then, right? So definitely would recommend it. But, you know, in certain settings that you can make it safe, it is possible to do. And it's, it's you know, so I'm going to give you some, like, facts here, right? So high-profile athletes, you know, like people like Michael Phelps um, and in the NBA, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like these people have admitted to using uh, marijuana during their careers. And I mean, in Michael Phelps' case, he's probably the best swimmer in the world, right? So obviously, you know, for him, it works, right? But you got to be smart about it, right? So a lot of the times, uh, one pro about doing it is just you can push through the pain, right? The pounding out, you know, you pound out a few extra reps sometimes um, if you are high just because you don't, uh, your pain tolerance is a a lot um, higher, and, uh, you know, it just makes time go by a little bit faster. And, uh, you know, it has for uh, there's certain uh, marathon runners, you know, that really do. Um, I remember this, uh, the group, they really tried to push uh, marijuana and exercise, you know, just to get that. Uh, uh, I forget the word exactly, but yeah, just to get that connotation of, you know, marijuana and exercise like out of people's brain where you know people assume that it can't be done or it's a bad thing to do. Um, because uh, this guy was, uh, I think, an Olympic runner, and he mentioned how doing that just really uh, increased his joy of running, and, um, you know, he just, he was better. He was a better runner, right? So if you're competitive, that's something that these people claim is uh, the way to go. Um, but they, there's just a lot of studies that really can't be done right now, right? So, 
you know, we live in Canada, so um, it's legal here technically. So you know, I'm sure like the studies would be you know more uh, easier to get done here. But you know, especially in the U.S., like some states, it's uh, it's it's legal. So it's hard to find funding for something like this and really uh, get uh, to know the impact of these two together. Um, outside of a qualitative basis because you know we can uh, we can see different people and you know we can hear their claims and all that um, but just get the but just to get the actual numbers if possible on how um, you know like smoking or getting high essentially affects your ability to lift like I would be really curious to know um, if they did a controlled study if one group would lift heavier or get more reps if they were high um, during their workouts compared to another group, right? Um, yeah, so super, super interesting there. Um, but the only worry with being high and working out is just, uh, you know, the biggest thing is lack of uh, control, right? Like your perception of your surroundings is sometimes off. Maybe your depth perception is off. Um, your mobility might be off a little bit. And, um, you know, if you're doing stuff like bench press and military press, like, you know, like you can't afford a mistake in those situations, especially if you're training alone. So, you know, you, you're just you're increasing your risk of getting hurt. Uh, that's for sure when um, you're high or when you're not sober, no matter what you're doing. Um, you know, that's the thing. You just got to be safe, right? It's so much easier and, uh, you know, easier to be safe when you're sober, right? That's just a fact. No matter how much, how many people are in the gym with you, how many spotters you have, uh, you know, when you're high, things, who knows how things could end, right? So... Um, I would only suggest if anyone wanted to try it, just make sure that, you know, you really know yourself and you're in a controlled place and just don't take it overboard, right? Like if you're doing it for the first time, don't do bench press, don't do military press, don't do anything that, you know, if, uh, you're off by a centimeter or whatever, like something could go wrong, right? Just stick to maybe simple, uh, isolation movements, sit down on a bench, do some curls, you know, stuff like that, where even if the weight's too heavy or you lose something, like, it'll just fall to the ground and it won't directly impact your your spine or directly, you know, um, hinder you in any way. So that's all, honestly what I would recommend. But yeah, so that's going to be it for today's podcast. Um, I got a few more suggestions for uh, podcasts um, and I'll get to those over the next few days. So expect daily uploads um, probably until Friday. But yeah, thanks you. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next one.